last time on Dicefunk. So where's Anne? I grabbed her, but then she said she had Avandra business. You identify it pretty much right away as a dire ferret. It's my ranger companion. His name's Marshmallow. You begin to feel a very, very powerful abjuration spell. And as you look uh, at, at the glow, you notice that the tunnel is dotted with small, shallow protuberances that look uncannily like human hands. But the oversized stone fist extruding from the walls makes it a little more than obvious. Uh, the glass shards, do we think that's from the vial? Unless anyone objects, Renalo can like gather them up and put them in his satchel. You get a little bit of a lightning show. She screams Flaffy, creates a huge cloud. But when the dust settles, Jane is nowhere to be seen. You see Fidric. He received a missive this evening telling him that his son has been kidnapped and three cutthroat freelancers named Anne, Jane, and Ronaldo are holding him for ransom. Ronaldo uh, throws the uh, strange dagger that's on my equipment list. Anne catches it and takes off. Remember in the beginning when we said never break up the party? Um, we're all alone. I fixed it as best I can, Austin, so I apologize, but if you could put up with it for like two weeks, I'll have a new laptop. Yeah, Austin. Would you forgive somebody else having some computer problems for once in your life, <laughs> you heartless bastard? God, you guys are like dicks, man. <laughs> like dicks? I'm pretty yeah. sure there's no ambiguity. All right. Um, do we want to do we want to get started, or do we want to talk about dicks more? I don't know. Do you want to talk about dicks more, Leon? I only have so much I can say. Um, yeah, they're not that complicated, are they? Yeah. I don't know. I don't have one, so I can't really judge. What's your favorite part? I think mine is the vast deference. That's <laughs> fun. To, it's fun to say. I like. I just like to say shaft. <laughs> it's one of those. No, it's one of those words where just like judging from the sound of it, you get like an image of what it is, and then you're like, yeah, that's a shaft. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm uh, I'm abstaining. Uh, so. <laughs> You're abstaining from the shaft? Like. <laughs> I, I'm abstaining from deciding what is my favorite part of the penis. I don't have one. They're just, they're just awful. <laughs> they just make me sad. They're just awful. I hate them. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, Leon. I don't, I don't know what it is that happened to have you so ashamed of your body, so. Yeah. Maybe it's because he keeps rolling ones. I'll, I'll explain some other day. Uh,. I'm ready to to do, like, the thing that we do, uh, and not penis things. There's not much more to say, except for if I disappear at some point during the show. Uh, players try to go on without me. Listeners, you probably won't notice, because I'll fix it in post, but I might have technical difficulties. If you're interested in the specifics, listen to Word Funk episode 92? I think I, ex I explain it in there. Yeah. Which is not online yet. Yeah, but it will be by the time everyone's hearing this. And if you're listening to this uh, episode sometime in the future, maybe after the last days of humanity and you're digging through the rubble and you find an MP3 file on a, a thumb drive under, you know, a mound of skulls or something, I don't know what kind of future you're in, listener. You may remember that uh, everything kind of went sideways. Party got sent to the quarry to investigate uh, a terrorist plot, he says with finger quotes. 
aimed at uh, um, disrupting productions in the quarry by a mysterious figure of unknown origin in a hooded robe. Mm, spooky. Um, upon arriving, uh, you discovered something unsettling, I think would be fair to say. That unsettling thing being a, a tunnel deep within the quarry, um, affected by some kind of abjuration magic, uh, with small impressions of human hands sticking out of them, and a very large stone fist with its hand wrapped around something. After some, I'm going to venture a guess here and say unsuccessful thaumaturgical experimentation, uh, and one noisy explosion later, a member of the party vanished into thin air, it seems, uh, and uh, Jane the Druid disappeared from sight. After investigating for a few more minutes, Anne, the cleric slash ranger, and her new friend Marshmallow, the dire ferret, uh, and Ronaldo absconded from the quarry to come face to face with a very upset Fidric, uh, who has the information that the party has now been framed for the kidnapping of the Lord's son. <gasps> Plot twist. And uh, in a desperate bid to, I don't know, um, screw things up a little bit more, and went scampering off uh, into where we know not, um, with the weird-ass vampire dagger in her possession, leaving Ronaldo alone to face the proverbial music. And if you're listening, you've now heard the same plot summary twice, because I edit a montage, and then Johnny explains it. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I just, you know, like... Johnny's is... This, this way, this way is, sounds more complete. You're welcome. <laughs> no, you're, I mean you're fun. No, it's also good. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Never mind. I'm sorry. No, you're you're both pretty. <laughs> Jeez, Austin, you can cut mine out. No, okay? I'm just saying people have to pick one. That's all I'm saying. Is there can only be one? I, 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 so the scene is set. Um, you said there's like seven guards around me. Uh, I think we went with nine. Nine. I'm sorry. I, I, all right. There's not. All right. Are there nine total, or is it nine plus Fidric? Uh, we'll go nine total. All right, all right. That's that's mildly better. Um, okay. Dude, there's still nine guys, and you're <laughs> one dude. Before we begin, before we begin with you, Ronaldo. Actually, we're gonna we're gonna briefly touch with because forgive me, we're gonna be going back and forth here. All right, a little bit at least. Um, because the first thing that we're gonna do is we're actually gonna focus in on Anne. Um, because Austin had a small conversation with me earlier um earlier in the week about what what his plans were for the character and I think it's probably best we get that out of the way. All right. So, having received um Crazy McDaggerson uh <laughs> in her possession, uh Anne goes uh tearing an ass down the street of Stone Road on her brand new steed slash best friend slash uh snuggle buddy Marshmallow and uh not not immediately um, after doing that, but but certainly like a couple of seconds, you know, after it happens, Fidric, looking a little bit confused as to where to focus his attentions exactly, um, speaks to one of his uh, uh, sidekicks, I suppose, one of his cadre, um, and says, you go after them. I don't suppose it'll be too difficult to find out, you know, where a halfling riding a giant white ferret has gone, but follow them, find out where they are, and be careful. And he, he points to a few, and uh, four of them uh, um, kind of run off at a much slower speed. And, though, on the other hand, is headed to 
where, Austin? Well, okay, so there's four people chasing me. I'm much faster, but can I maybe make a stealth check to try to lose them? Yeah, 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 we could um we could we could try and lose them. Cuz Marshmallow's stealth is crazy. All right, here we go. 16. Right. 16. I'm going to go ahead and give you the benefit of the doubt and say that it takes you a little while, like it takes you a minute or two. You don't lose them right away, but you give them the slip. Take that, guards who I don't know your names. Hey, one of them is named Steve, and he's a real nice guy. (laughs) And shouts, fuck you, Steve! (laughs) And doesn't know that. There's no way Ann knows that. (laughs) She's a real good guesser. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. No, she's not. No, that's true. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, she yells, eat a dick, Jeff, over her shoulder. <laughs> yeah. no, none of them are named Jeff. Um, Steve's, su- Steve's son is named Jeff, <laughs> and he just, he hears that, and for a brief moment, his heart just kind of sinks, and he's like, man, I wish people would stop making fun of poor Jeff. He doesn't mean to have a club foot. <laughs> it's just hurtful. No no call for that. Um, But once, and is pretty sure... Sure, she's clear of the people pursuing her. Uh, she does what she always does when she's unsure of things in life and retreats to the closest place of worship, which would be the church, capital T, capital C. And she basically just walks inside like it ain't no thing looking for, uh, the man she named, she, the man she believes is named Dan Onion, but I believe it's Danion. Danion, that's right. Is he anywhere to be seen in the, I guess, vestibule? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You see Danion kind of, like, milling about, lighting candles, putting other candles out, moving <laughs> candles around. General candle business. It's a very candle-centric job he has. There's, it's, you know, there's a lot of wax. So, um, but but he, he looks up and he, he smiles at you and kind of nods in a, a, a fatherly way. Evuncular, more than fatherly, let's say. And uses thaumaturgy to turn all the candles' flames purple. He kind of shakes his head, as if like, oh, these kids, them and their purple flyer. <laughs> then she basically says, uh, come with me, hurry. And she like grabs his hand or robes, whatever she can get a fistful of, and starts pulling him to the door behind which we had a meeting with Emma, a secret meeting. That's the secret meeting room as far as Anne is concerned. He's a little confused, but, you know, he, he kind of, he, he goes with you 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 go through the the altar hall or um, the the main hallway where um um you met him the first time through the room where the injured and sick are and uh and and into the um secret meeting room and and all the while he's like oh is 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 everything all right is 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 this okay does this have to do with your friend everything is not okay i'm on a mission from god and i need your help well what can i do for you uh, some people think that me and my friends kidnapped, uh, the Lord's son, Ulick, but we didn't. So I need a place to hide. Can you hide me here? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Certainly we can. That's... Are you, are you sure? Are you and the two friends that you were with earlier today? Yeah, uh, Jane and Ronaldo. They, I don't know where Jane is, but Ronaldo's been captured by people who think he did it. He didn't do it, though. Well, she was just here a, a little while ago. Jane was just here? Um, yes. That's weird. That's super weird. Okay, do you know where she went? Um, she told me she was off looking for Ulick. Yeah, we're all looking for Ulick. That's that's part of the reason we haven't kidnapped him yet, or at all. 
Well, I I believe that you haven't kidnapped him. Where would I even keep him? He wouldn't fit in my bag. Look. Small bag. Yes, it is. She opens up her bag and it's filled with knives. She has like 12 knives. <laughs> and they're all just stacked in there. He pats you on the head. Okay. Um, I contacted my church, the Avondra Church, and they're sending people to help. So uh, either my friends will come find me or they'll come and probably be in the city and you can come get me in either situation, I guess. But I need just can we I hide here until the, those eventualities pass? Uh, of course. Absolutely. And wouldn't know the word eventualities. She says until that stuff happens. Uh, yes. Yes, of course, child. Um, I'm pretty sure my friends can track my marshmallow, and she pats Marshmallow's big ol' snoot. Uh, but if not, I guess they'll probably, if you leave a purple candle out, they'll probably know what that is, too. So, they know about my purple fire thing. I'll, uh, I'll leave one of your candles, uh, in the the front windows. Thank you. That was very, very thoughtful and reasonable of you. That is a surprisingly good idea for Anne. Anything else, little one? Um, can you dispel magic? Uh, some of it, I'm sure, yes. Uh, so this, you know this knife that has some kind of vampire magic on it? Yes, I looked at it earlier. Uh, I'm starting to think maybe it's too dangerous to just carry around. If you could just break the spell on it, and then it would just be a normal knife, that might be helpful. What do you think about that? How does that sound? Ah, uh, I don't think I'd be able to do that. He He kind of, like looks at the knife a little suspiciously. Hmm. All right. I guess I'll just, uh, stay here. I'm gonna go pet Marshmallow. Um, let us know if you need anything else. Oh, okay. Thank you. He wanders out the door, closes it, and then goes ahead and and puts your, your purple candle in the, um, in the front window. Just, I mean, you don't know that, but he does. Cool. So, Aunt... And just chills with Marshmallow until plot, the plot will bring her back. All right, so now we'll move back to Rinaldo. Okay. Yeah. Um, you now have five guards right. standing around you. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, is there anything that, that, that y- you have a burning desire to get off your chest at the moment? <laughs> yes. Uh, Rinaldo says, okay, Fidric, think carefully. First of all, we're on the same side, and then he winks at him eight times. And then <laughs> the the dreaded octo wink. Octo wink. The stories were true. <laughs> then he says, "All right, now let's think through this carefully." Now you said you found a letter that's like a ransom note that says, "We have Ulick," and it's signed Ronaldo, Jane, and Anne. Is that correct? Um, Fidric just says, "Be quiet, men." He turns around to the remaining four. Uh huh. He, and, and says, they're chasing after the small one, but we've still seen no sign of the woman. Uh, I'm going to need you to go into the quarry, get a hold of Getcher, see if you can arrange some men, and look for a search. She might be in there. I'll watch this one. And, you know, the the, the guy who that he's speaking to directly nods, and then they march off in the direction of the quarry, which, I mean, they all saw you march out of when, when you were on your way up, right? All right. With them gone, Fidric turns to you and says, Would you cut it out with the fucking winking? No. Alright. So, no, seriously, Fidric. The, the, if there's a ransom note that says, We've kidnapped Ulick 
and it's signed Ronaldo, Anne, and Jane, then those are the three people you know didn't do it because people don't sign their name on ransom notes. I know, you idiot. Well, then what was all this about? Okay, all right, look. You're the only person that's been to see the Lord in the past two months. And then immediately after you have a conversation with the Lord about him, he goes missing from the school. And then a note shows up a couple of days later that just coincidentally happens to have your name signed to it. And all this information about his son missing from the school is corroborated by sources he has in the institution. So, he's just all too ready to believe that, because forgive me here, but you didn't make a too positive impression on the Lord in terms of your intellectual skills. <sighs> Ronaldo does what Ronaldo does, and they sort of like tips his hat and strikes a pose. So, of course, he's going to send us to track you down. Because regardless of any guilt that you have in the in the affair, he is going to want to keep an eye on you. Mm. I'm not sure you know what you've walked into. I don't know what you've walked into. I haven't seen anything like this in terms of how upset and obsessed he is in the whole time I've spent in his lord's lordship's service. So, with the heat on and the city locked down, that puts me in a compromising position. Okay, well, look, how many guards... You, you just sent, like, a whole mess of guards into the quarry, and then a whole mess of guards to look for the ferret. Um, how many guards are in the Lord's Manor right now? Because that sounds like a lot. Hmm. Two dozen, at least, oh, probably. Oh, well, that's that's more than I expected. I was going to suggest we go murder him. But uh, that doesn't sound like a good idea now. I was thinking it would be, like, not that many. No. And even if we did, it's not as though he doesn't have loyalists all around the city in charge of places like the quarry, in the clergy, in in the noble houses, in the merchantman classes. I, you can't just walk in here and just expect to throw a match and have everything burn to the ground. This is a very, very precarious situation. Okay. Well, all right. Well, then, then the, let's let, let's uh, attack this from a different angle. We know it's not me and my friends, and and I'm assuming it's not you since you're the one who's telling me about this. So that only leaves a few other people who want to kidnap Ulick. So that means it's either uh, Tamsin or AC, whoever that is. So we, there are only so many shady characters in this town. Let's go shake them down. It isn't AC. Yeah. Well, that that. Uh, that... Right. Here's the thing. Okay. All right. Part of the reason why I'm here, not just to arrest you, is to let you know that when the heat's on you, we can't have anything to do with you. <sighs> the city is closed down. The three of you are just burning in everybody's ears right now. So I'm here to tell you that I can't provide you any more help while Ulick is missing. So if it was AC, I wouldn't have got the instruction to say that you three are cancer to us as long as he is not here. <sighs> Ronaldo looks, like, frustrated because he doesn't like doing this. 
<laughs> he's more of a man of action. So he says, okay. And then he sort of sighs and takes a deep breath and says, okay. So I need to find my friends. And then we need to find, I'm guessing, Tamsin, who has him. Do you have any idea where she normally is? I get the feeling that she's in a gang. There must be some sort of headquarters or dive or somewhere where they normally go. Look, okay, I do have this information for you. Okay. After you left with AC, we were asked to poke around a little bit and see if we might be able to find where Emma was. Because you asked us about the whereabouts of Emma. Yeah. I did manage to find the neighborhood that she lives in. And, surprise, surprise, it is one of the biggest trouble spots in the city. Almost every single one of the guard members that works in this part of the city is known to have ties to unsavory elements. I would not be surprised if this area of town was also where Tamsin holds court, or whatever you would want to call it. Okay. Now, we don't have much time, so here is what we're going to do. You are going to punch me in the face. I was actually going to recommend that, but thank you for saying it first. (laughs) God. I was seriously about to say that. That's fantastic on so many levels. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. All right. right, No, Ronaldo does not say that. That's me saying that. The second those words leave his (laughs) lips, I do. Like, without any (laughs) any other instruction, he just goes for it. And when when I say I punch him in the face... I mean, I punch him right in the nose in hopes of breaking it. Okay, roll, roll D20. Holy shit. Roll to hit. Don't I get, like, a modifier for him trying not to be, to, to dodge? No? Okay, fine. I'm, I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to remember. He's standing perfectly still and trying to have this happen to him. Yeah, I know, I know. It's, it would be like, it's, there's a, there's a special, what is it? Um, I mean... Fifth edition kind of unifies all things under the advantage disadvantage system, basically. Yeah, yeah. It would be so. I guess it would be advantage. All right. So roll twice. Take the higher result. This, and that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo rolled a nine and an eight. Oh my god! <laughs> he was standing still. With the element of surprise and against a target who was not resisting you, you could not punch him <laughs> square in his unguarded face. Ronaldo, all right, you 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 describe this because I don't even know. All right, so you know at at this distance, I'm I'm not gonna say that you didn't hit him, but without even without even rolling for damage because you're not you're not trying to do damage. You're just you know you're trying to make it look good. You're trying to. You're trying to give him something so that he can wake up later. And you just, like, you throw your hip into it. Like, you punch as though, you know, like, Ronaldo looks like he knows how to punch. And if if somebody were to see it from a distance, they might be a little bit alarmed by it. Fidric, who, who doesn't even flinch, takes it on the cheek, like, on the cheekbone, pretty gracefully. Your hand hurts, Ronaldo. And... He he, kind of like his head sort of moves off to the side a little bit, and he goes, "Oh, um, I guess that'll have to do." Well, I was trying not to hurt you. I was being considerate. Ronaldo lies. 
Oh yeah, yes, yeah. That g- great job then. Um, <laughs> you are the best worst puncher ever. <laughs> that's th- thanks. Um, Reno- all right. He says, "Okay, can you point me in the direction of where the the bad place in town is?" Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you, I can. You, you can just say he gives me the directions. We don't need to like do like latitude and longitude. I hope you have graph paper ready, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, Ronaldo says 23 skidoo, and then he runs off in that direction. <laughs> 23 skidoo? Yeah. While you're, while you're moving away, you know, you just like, you very casually kind of like look behind you to see what, you know, what Fidric's doing, and, and you see him kind of like look around to see if anybody saw what just happened. And once he's like, he's confident that nobody's looking, you see him like self kind of like, look down at the ground and very carefully choose a place to lie down, shaking his head the whole time, <laughs> just kind of being like he looks he looks pretty unimpressed. And then uh and then you see him lie down and uh and and kind of like put his head and 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 move his helmet as though he hit the ground with like a little bit of force and it fell off. Look at the bright side though. Like he has to be thoroughly convinced that we are stupid and weak, which will <laughs> Which plays to our advantage because no no one's going to see us coming when we, when we get good all of a sudden. After our training <laughs> montage. We'll have an 80s training montage at some point and then be good. But right now we're building up this mythos as like the most bumbling of bumblefucks. <laughs> right. um, Ronaldo does not think to search for Anne at this time. He just goes off in the direction because that seems like the kind of thing he would do. So he goes off in search uh, of the bad part of town. At this point in time, we are now going to shift focus and move over to Jane the Druid. Oh man, this is like an HBO drama. I'm hooked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so there are some things that, uh, just like, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and warn the party and the listeners here that there are some things that I, as the dungeon master, am not yet comfortable revealing to everybody. Uh, at the time of this recording. So, um, some things have happened to Jane. Um, I had a private conversation with her. Uh, these things are going to be revealed in time. Um, so, when we join Jane, she is actually currently wandering about the part of town that Ronaldo is headed for. Alright. I know, I know that this sounds mysterious and all that, but, <laughs> like... Some of these things are things that are like they're very specifically private to right. Jane uh and and to myself. So uh when they are revealed uh and they they will be revealed in time. Uh, I think you will understand why. All right. Uh but for the moment Jane is uh on the wrong side of the tracks right now. That's DM speak for none of your business bitches. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It's it's sorry. It's like I, I feel like I should apologize because we're all like, "What happened?" I'm no, not that's sure, okay. but it is super important that you guys don't know. Okay. <laughs> at this point in time, all Neat. right. Neat. Okay. Um. You, you. Well, you're not there yet, Leon. I just. So. I just saw a really fluffy bunny playing with a little carrot, and it made me happy and giggle. I'm sorry. I'm good. What's where? So I'm <laughs> wandering about town then. Um. Yeah. Okay. Now I can't quite rem- oh yeah yeah you do you do have the um yep um uh, sorry no the the papers you have the papers from uh yes um 
um, that you picked up in uh, Ulick's room when you first investigated, don't you? Yeah, I think I still have them, yeah. Uh, You have been uh, wandering around, like, um, you know, trying to to find um, what, what you were told was Emma's house. Right. And most of the people that you're talking to on the street uh, are just kind of like shake their head and sort of like walk by, heads bowed. They're not paying much attention to you at all. Um, um, a couple of people, when you ask them, you know, excuse me, I'm, I'm looking for Emma. Do you know where Emma's live? They like, they either kind of like laugh or shrug you off and say, mm, Emma, huh? Which one? <laughs> and then like, you know, wander off. Um, so you're, you're having a little bit of trouble. Um, uh, finding what you're looking for. Okay. Um, hmm. Do I have a description of the house? I don't remember. You have a description of what was on the front door. Okay, so I'm going to look for that. So, um, roll perception? Yeah, go for perception. Ten. Lame. Still having trouble. And Ronaldo gets ever closer to being in the same neighborhood. Yay. Alright, um... This is like that thing in Breaking Bad where you don't know who poisoned the kid and it takes a couple episodes until <laughs> the audience catches up to what the characters know. So we're like in this weird space now of where we don't know what's happening, but it's just unfolding. It's pretty cool. We on the AMC shit, bitches! <laughs> Um, okay, so I guess I'll just keep looking because, I mean, I really don't want to, like, I mean, it's broad daylight, right? No, it's night. Oh, it is night. Okay, well, yeah. in either case, I don't really want to draw attention because I really don't want to, like, I mean, I'm looking for Emma. I, she wants to keep a low profile. I'm trying to keep a low profile for her. That makes sense. Right. So I guess I should just, should I roll again then? All right, are you you just you just keep looking? Yeah. Do do you want me to just roll again? Oh yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh. <laughs> You're still having trouble, you know, like I mean, it's it's a very tightly packed neighborhood. Obviously, it's it, you know, the the people who live in these houses aren't the most well off mm-hmm. of denizens of Stone Root. Uh it's it's a very like, you know, s- we'd even say sub-working class neighborhood. So streets are not labeled, not named. Um, you get lost a couple of times. You know, you're you're sort of like turning around, scratching your head, trying to find your way through. And there's still like plenty of people, you know, moving around the street who are uh, like there's there's a, a high traffic for for nighttime. Uh, those rolls were ten and thirteen for listeners. Not as bad as my rolls, but but still not not too impressive. You literally could not punch a standing target. Yeah. <laughs> the only re- the only reason they were nine and eight is because I have such high modifiers for them. They're really four and three. Um. So. God, that's 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 somehow worse. Now that I know that, that's kind of worse. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, what are we doing? I I don't know if I'm there yet. Not quite yet. <laughs> You're almost, you're almost, you're almost there, Ronaldo. You're almost there. Okay. All right, I'm going to look one more time and hope for the best. <laughs> oh, that's a little bit better. Yeah, 18. 18. Okay, um, 18. You think you got a handle on the neighborhood, but you still can't find it. God damn it. Ronaldo. Yep. You have made your way to the neighborhood. Okay. 
um, Fidrick's uh, um, uh, instructions have have finished paying off essentially. So, all right. Um, here's what Ronaldo wants to do. Does let me let me ask something because I don't know all the, all the stats exactly what they mean in this uh, edition. Does survival mean look for like footprints and tracks and shit like that? That's like forage off the land. It's um... survival includes looking for tracks. Oh, is that looking for tracks as well? Yeah, there's a bunch of different stuff it does. I mean, I can read the full list if you want, but it's anything like a ranger would use, basically. Okay. Well, Ronaldo is not a ranger, but I do have, but I, I might as well because uh, that's what I'm doing. So Ronaldo is basically looking for uh, for Jane, and he's going to try to do it by looking for looking at the ground. So that is that is his best idea. So let me let me read just in case anybody's curious. Survival does um check allows you to follow tracks, hunt wild game, guide your group through frozen wastelands, identify signs, predict the weather, avoid quicksand or other natural hazards. As well as keep up with uh popular culture phenomenon so that you're always wearing stylish boots and nobody's like we would have hired you but those are last seasons. <laughs> what the fuck? That's why it's a wisdom-based role. So Ronaldo's basically, I mean, in his mind, he's looking for anything that looks like uh, dire ferret footprints or anything that might resemble uh, Jane. So, because he doesn't know who's here. So that is what he's doing. It's 17. Uh, It's good. It's not bad for a Ronaldo role. You're not really finding anything compelling. All right. Um, alright, here, Ronaldo, um, gets frustrated easily, uh, as I've, uh, mentioned, uh, more than once. You guys, what, what is basically happening right now is that the two of you are wandering around the same slum, kind of aimlessly, at this point in time. In, in our, uh, high-budget drama that I've now convinced myself this is, there's, like, a crane shot where you can see... Jane and Ronaldo walking in like near each other, but not quite crossing paths, and it's it's a really beautiful like aerial shot. Yeah, yeah, lots of crowd management, like some some pretty impressive stuff, and the sets are beautiful. This is what this is what Ronaldo yells at the top of his lungs. <laughs> um, he says, "Jane, Anne, Emma, somebody, it's Ronaldo." And then the second he finishes saying that. He realizes that the entire town is looking for him. I think Ronaldo might need to add quick to anger to his flaws on his sheet because that's becoming a defining characteristic. Well, it's well, that's that's more like his arc. He didn't start out that way, but this mission that he's been on, which he thought would be pretty cut and dry, uh, turned out to be very complicated and political, and he's not down for that. So he's he's more he's getting that is becoming a thing. Did do I hear that? Um, role perception. <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's bellowing it, and um, I'm I'm just kind of I'm just kind of curious here. Where's my Ronaldo character sheet? I've got so many windows open. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that I'd say that you hear that, Jane. Nice, because Ronaldo with a high well with a high charisma score, I would say that Ronaldo is is probably quite adept at communicating. Um, and he's he's trying to be heard. So you roll perception. Yeah, you hear it. Also, considering uh, Ronaldo has a a. As we've mentioned, a foreign-y sounding accent. It probably stands out. So if you if you hear me, come find me. <laughs> um, Leon. Yep. You you yell out. <laughs> Nothing happens. Oh. Um. 
Ronaldo is just assumes that no one heard him. Um, and he starts to get more and more frustrated. So he find he he, look, he looks for the first person he sees on the street, and he sort of like, in a way that's not entirely polite, sort of like tugs them by the elbow and says, "Do you know anyone named Emma or Tamsin?" They they kind of like stare at you because they just heard you like yell your name rather <laughs> unabashedly. <laughs> um. Uh, they 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 kind of like you know squint at you a little bit a little suspiciously and uh, says to you, "Are you looking for Emma or Tamson?" I like how blunt force our detective style is. It's like, can you imagine an episode of CSI where they just go around screaming into the sky and grabbing people and yelling in their faces? Just more like the Shield. I'm reminded of like um, Law and Order SVU, and just like all and the two of you are like friggin' Ice Cube, and <laughs> I'm like and Ice That's Cube ice and Stabler, tea. and I'm like not any of those people. All right, just 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 so our audience knows, that is Ice T. Thank you very much. Not Ice Cube. Well, Ice Cube is kind of more scary, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Leon, you be Ice Cube, I'll be Ice Tea. Okay. <laughs> we'll diversify our ice portfolio. Oh, can I be Vanilla Ice, you guys? Of course. Well, you're from Canada, so yeah. Awesome. You're as white as it gets. Ronaldo, Ronaldo, um, thinks about it for a few seconds. Like, which person do I want to find the most right now? And then he decides and says, Tamsin. And he says it in, like in a way like he's not sure, but that's what he decided. The pedestrian shuffles away from you and says, I have nothing to do with you, nor her. All right, Ronaldo, uh, all right, here. This is what Ronaldo's going to do. Um, he's going to try to intimidate this person to give up the information because he's not, he, he, he like I said, he, nor, sometimes he likes to sweet talk people, but since he's in a frustrated mood, I feel like that's what he would do. This, by the way, this this is an old lady who That's has fine. stopped, so please go right ahead and try and intimidate the old lady. No, I'm cool with that. Um, that just lowers the DC. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so uh, I get a lot for uh, intimidation, but uh, knowing me, this will not work. Yeah! <laughs> 19! I'm, intimidating. I'm intimidating as fuck. Then again, she is an old lady. So, um, what do you, what do you do intimidation-wise? Um, Ronaldo, like, he puts one hand on his morning star, and he sort of puffs out his chest, and he says, I need to know where Tamsin is, and I need to know, and then he sort of leans in and he says, now. Uh, she straight up hits you in the face with her, with her handbag, <laughs> and yells, Brute! You vagabond! You think that I've lived in this town all my life only to be shouted down by a stranger on my own goddamn street? You wretched thing! And just keeps, like, wailing on you with the handbag right in the face. Can can I make a perception check to see if I see this? (laughs) I take her handbag. Please? All right, okay, Leon, if you're gonna gonna take her handbag, you gotta make a grapple check. That's... Fine, I'm gonna lose. <laughs> Can I make a perception check to see if Ronaldo is being beaten by this old woman in my presence? Yeah, okay, Jess, go ahead and make a perception check. Twelve. <laughs> All right, Jess, you hear a kerfuffle in the neighborhood, 
some woman screaming, but you don't see it. And you're not sure. <laughs> can I go towards it? <laughs> All right. Okay, yeah. You can you can move towards it. Uh, um go ahead, uh, Leon, make a grapple check. I'm going to I'm going to go towards this old woman screaming at whatever the hell she's screaming at, I guess. Nope, not good. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Seven against an old lady. I'm going to witness greatness today. <laughs> All right. So, Leon, you know, not only do you fail to grab the handbag out of her hand while she is screaming and just letting you have it, your hat flies off. Wait a minute. Don't you have to roll? Don't you have to roll if this is a grapple check? This is not a grapple check. You said it. I thought that's what you said. You were trying to disarm her. She's hitting you with a handbag. Ah, Fine. He can just, I mean, he's the DM, he can just say that yeah, she did. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. You just enough. be, you just be glad I didn't put a brick in that handbag <laughs> and like, or give that old woman a knife because holy fuck, son, she will cut you. Alright. <laughs> this is the episode Ronaldo couldn't punch a standing person and then got bodied by an old lady. This is too good. This is the best episode ever. We need to split the party more often. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, all right. So what happens? Um, uh, she just she she wails on you for a little bit. You get a little bit cowed, um, because you sort of get your fingers tangled up in in the uh, in the handbag um, uh, straps. And at some point in time, you think that maybe they're actually going to be broken, but you manage to like extricate them kind of at the last time. Uh, and while she's screaming, uh, a few burly men kind of like. <laughs> Come, come to her side, and uh, and are like, "You're right, Miss. Is is this is this thug bothering you?" And she, you know, she hits you one last time around the around the face, and she says, uh, "She turns to the the two burly men and says, David Jenkins, what would your mother say if she knew you were out on the street at this time of night?'" And they like they put their hands up, kind of back away, and go, "Okay, okay, okay. We're just we're headed home now." And then she turns back to you and says, That's right, get out of here, you creep, and walks away. <laughs> can I can I push her over? Like like <laughs> Stop messing with Granny Black Belt. I mean seriously, <laughs> she's gonna wipe the floor with you. Ronaldo alright, this is what Ronaldo does. He looks like he's seriously considering knocking this old lady over, but then he realizes that there are other people looking at him. And he sort of swallows his pride and dusts off his hat and puts it back on his head. And he's just, he's just fuming. Like his face is not, it's not red from embarrassment. He's just like, he's really pissed off. And he sort of like marches away in like a really angry way. Please tell me Jane caught any of that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you caught the very end of it. You caught, you caught the old woman yelling at the two burly men who like, you know, ran away basically as fast as they could while retaining their image. And Ronaldo starts to stomp off in your direction. Okay. Ronaldo. Yo. You don't recognize anybody in the crowd. Okay. That's disappointing. Um, out of character, I have some ideas about what's going on, but in character, Ronaldo does nothing and just kind of marches around, like, sort of, he, he, he doesn't know what to do with himself at this point, so he just kind of, like, puts both his hands in his pockets, and he looks really defeated. All right. Um, Jane, what are you up to? Um... Is the crowd starting to disperse? It it wasn't really like, you know, like a crowd hadn't gathered or anything like that, but of the people on the street. I'm just saying that Ronaldo recognized nobody, so. Like, but are they, like, going away now that the 
drama is over? Yeah, yeah, everybody's moving about their business. Okay, I'm gonna move about my business, as it were. Okay, so then I'm gonna both- I'm gonna need both of you to roll perception checks now. Fifteen. Yep, low. I rolled an eight, because I do. <laughs> okay, uh, so Jane, mm -hmm. you see a door that, um, uh, that you recognize as being described to you as having the symbol of Illmater on it, um, which is a pair of hands tied by red cord. Okay, I go to the door. Uh, you, you go to the door. I check to see if anybody's, like, following me. Doesn't look like it. Okay. Oh, well, mm, make a perception check. Nineteen. Uh, yeah, you, you don't see anybody. Okay. Um, alright, I'm going to lightly knock on the door. Alright. Um... Uh, so a knock on the door, uh, the door opens a little bit, and uh, um, a man in his late middle-aged, with a scar that runs from the top corner of his mouth, um, through a sewn-shut eye, up into what obviously presents as a damaged skull, um, pulls the door open, and looks at you with his one good eye with a little bit of suspicion. He addresses you and says, If you're here for soup... It won't be ready yet for another hour. You best come back later, he says, and waits for your response. It's a fucking code, of course it is. I look at him and I say, look, we don't have time for this. A lot's been happening and I need to talk to you and whoever else is in this house. Well, it's just me right now. Um, what, what can I do for you? Do you know where Emma is? Mm -hmm. I've, you're looking for Emma? Yes. Oh, well. Mm. Why don't you come in? Okay. He opens the door and, and uh, wanders inside. Uh, asks you if you'd like a cup of weak tea. Uh, explaining briefly that, uh, you know, Stone Roots merchants haven't really been that great with uh, other kingdoms lately, and even at the best of times, uh, their relationships with other traders are cool, uh, so most of the imports kind of been out of sorts lately, and uh, tea, unfortunately, is a little difficult to get a hold of, but he'd be more than happy to prepare you some if you'd like some. That would be wonderful, thank you. So he bustles about in the kitchen a little bit, and... and you get the impression from talking to him that he's he's a bit of a rambling sort. You know, he's like, oh, you're looking for Emma. Good girl, good girl, Emma. Does her best, considering what she's been given. Real sweetheart. Kind soul, gentle, old, older than her age. Uh, almost looks after me as much as I look after her. Mm. What, uh, what, what can I do for you? What, what, what are you looking for, for Emma for? Anyways. Well, we have a bit of a situation. It involves her boyfriend, Ulick. Oh. Ulick. Ulick, Ulick, Ulick. He taps his head as if he's trying to remember something. The Lord's son? Yes, yes, no, I, I, I know, I know, I know, I remember, I remember, I remember. Easy. Just getting a little old, that's all. Um, what, um... Last I heard, he um he he he'd gone off to school. Upset she was. Ooh, put her in a right state. She did. He was. He did. Pardon me. She uh. She she was upset about that for days on end. I recall. Loved that feller. Didn't think it was gonna work out. Girl like him. Guy like her. Mm. 
he brings you uh, the cup of tea, but then kind of like returns to this pot of what appears to be soup or stew that he's got um, roasting over a, uh, a cook pit in the kitchen. Well, yes, he did go to school. And then a few rabble-rousers let him escape the school, and he's been... Ki- Pardon me, I haven't introduced myself. Um, the name's Fallon. Uh, sorry, it's <laughs> manners. It, I don't get many visitors that don't know my name already. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I, I help take care of the Grieg twins. Well, mostly Emma these days, but... Uh, I can't wait until Anne runs into this character so she can call him Falcon. By the way, if you get, like, Austin, if you have any plans or any ideas or something like that, feel free to jump in and be like, I want to do something. Uh, no, let's let this play out. We got some momentum going. All right. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I look after them, uh, after, uh, after the parents passed away, you see, but, uh, I'm getting old these days, and Emma takes care of me more than I take care of her. Anyway, um, what was you saying about, um, um, Ulick, uh, Ulick, right. Ulick has been kidnapped, and, um, I have been hired to find him. Kidnapped? He says, well, that's awful. What, um, what, 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 what happened? Does, does Emma know? Uh, well, that's what I came to find out, if she actually knew, and if she did know, um, any ideas of where the kidnappers would take him, or anything like that. Oh, well, she didn't say anything to me today. Um, although she did come in quite a huff from the church, much earlier than she usually does, too. Oh. Yeah, quite angry, now that I think about it. She, uh, went to her room, put her leathers on, which, hmm, come to think of it, she hasn't done since she was into a bit of bad business when she was a little younger. Oh, shite. (laughs) Something wrong? Nah, yes, she just, uh, uh, poor girl had a rough time when she was young, growing up. Uh, mother, uh, Mother died at uh, birth, and father was a casualty of the Stonehole, the quarry. Sorry. We call it the Stonehole sometimes. Used to work there myself, I did. And, uh, yeah, she, uh, bit of a troubled growing up, she was. Same with her sister, really, although Emma, Emma seemed to straighten things out. I, she, uh, she's a, she's a lovely gal these days. I'm sorry, uh, what did you want again? I wanted to know if you knew where she was going. No. No, she didn't say to me, but... She got her leathers on. It can't be pretty where she's opting to go. Do you know where? Mm, didn't say. Didn't think to ask. Huh. Well, where does she usually go when she puts her leathers on? I... I don't know. She hasn't worn those in, uh... Ooh. Ten years. I think. Nah, if she's dressed the way she is, she's she's spoiling for a fight, that one. And that's what I'm afraid of. Who would she want to fight? Tamsin, obviously. What about her sister? What about her sister? Do you know where her where she's been for this last day or two? I don't see Tamsin very much anymore. Uh, she spends most of the time with her crew. 
What's the name of her badass gang? <laughs> You're not fair. I'm asking out of character. <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> I bet they have a really cool name. I'm not telling you. Are they the tunnel snakes? Do they rule? They're not the tunnel snakes. Fuck. Just as a quick aside, Renato is wandering the streets, openly crying, <laughs> and, <laughs> and that I, I just I just wanted to throw that in. Uh, as as this is happening, that is happening. So anyway, all right, Leon, as you're as you're wandering uh, as you're wandering around the streets, though, yeah, uh, there's uh, you you notice that there's a. Um, a large contingent of unfortunate people. Not not large. At this point in time, there's probably about eight of them or something like that that are all gathering outside um, a particular house. Um, they all look kind of malnourished, really down on their luck. Uh, they look homeless and destitute, frankly. But um, uh, they're all kind of like uh, gathering around this house that's got a symbol on the door. That's uh, a pair of hands kind of like tied together with a with a red thread. You recognize it as being the symbol of Ilmater, um, who is uh, the god of um, sort of the tortured and downtrodden. I'll assume Ronaldo just knows that because I don't, but okay. It's uh, Ilmater is one of the more um, well-known gods right. in um, in in D anD D fifth edition. All right, Ronaldo sort of like wipes some of the tears out of his eyes because he doesn't want anyone to see. And, uh, he's, he's, uh, he, uh, he, fi- he figures, like, scummy people might know <laughs> where Tamsin is, and he sort of just walks over there and tries to, like, eavesdrop. Is Ronaldo's mustache all, like, snotty and gross? <laughs> I can only imagine it is. And it's, it's kind of askew, too. I mean, I'm assuming that he tried to, like, write it out after taking a couple of handbags to the face, but... <laughs> yeah. I think the, the religion thing is, even if Ronaldo's not, like, a scholar, like... Like, normies in our world still know who, like, Vishnu is. Like, you've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, I, the, the religion check is kind of like, I think, for slightly more obscure yeah. stuff. Okay. They, they, yeah, a, a, a layman wouldn't necessarily immediately be able to, like, call out. All right. Also, like, you don't need to be, like, every time like, you're like, oh, Ronaldo doesn't know much about tracking, but it's like, you can look around. Everyone has eyes. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be specifically trained and stuff. It just helps. So, um, all right. So I'm going to say, um, any suggestions of where I should look? For Emma? For Tamsin. Or Emma. Oh. I suppose I could tell you where Tamsin hangs her hat these days. That'd be very helpful. Um, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. You, you look like you can handle yourself, but... I gotta warn you to be careful. Tamsin doesn't play games, and she won't hesitate to go for the kill just to teach anybody nearby a lesson. She didn't get to where she was by rolling over and crying when she didn't get what she wanted. There's awful in that girl. If Anne dies, can I play as Tamsin? (laughs) (laughs) No, Tamsin's my character. (laughs) I know, she's real dope. I want to be Tamsin. She sounds really good. Um, so he, he gives you some, uh, a nearby street directions, uh, to a place not far away and, and says that now that it's dark, you really better be careful once you like set out here because it doesn't get too friendly down that street when the sun's down. And with a final plea in an otherwise stern voice, he, uh, he says to you, if she's okay, bring her home, please. 
it's not the best life for us here in Stone Root, but we do the best we can, and we try to help the others out, too. I'd like to see her back home. I'll do what I can. Thank you for your hospitality, and I go to leave. Are you sure you won't stay for some soup? It's going to be good tonight. Unfortunately, no. I really have some pressing business about you, Lick, and I, the sooner I take care of it, the better. Right, 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 right. Well, um, uh, if there's anybody outside waiting, uh, you can tell them to come on in. Soup's ready. No problem. All right. Uh, so you make your way to the door, open it up. Uh, you're greeted by a group of about eight or nine, uh, homeless-looking men, and a nearby Ronaldo. Does Ronaldo see her? Ronaldo, you see somebody come out the house, but you don't recognize them. Okay. Then Ronaldo does nothing. He just kind of hangs out. I look at the men... And I say, soup's ready. And I continue out of the house. Wait, does Ronaldo recognize the voice? Hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm investigating that right now. So there's clearly something, like, magic happening with Jane's appearance. Like, if this... or, she's, or she's just wearing a mask. I mean... <laughs> Maybe. I was just thinking that, like, if this was the HBO show, I now am convinced it is. <laughs> There would be a lot of really clever ca- camera angles during that last conversation with the old man to hide the fact that, like, even though you hear Jane's voice or whatever, you can't tell it's her. I'm sorry, I'm picturing this in my head. It's really good. No, dude, the more you give, the more, like, some fan art person's gonna try to do it. Come on! We got a badass album cover out of it. All right, um, so the answer is, though, Leon, when, when the, um, the, the, the foreign-looking figure comes out and says, Gentlemen, soup's ready, the voice does sound familiar to you. Okay. Um, Ronaldo, Ronaldo uh, like, perks his ears up and, like, gives the figure a good look. What's he looking at? But, well, you know, just in, in general. I mean, he's not, like, 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 poking or anything, but, but he, 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 he he recognizes something going on, so he takes another gander. All right. You can't really think to do anything besides that. There's there's nothing about uh, the character that, that, to the eye, looks familiar to you. You know, if if for a brief second there you recognize the voice very specifically as Jane, you find the physical presence in front of you unrecognizable. In fact, uh, it's uh, much taller than Jane is, almost by, like, a clear foot. Oh, okay. And uh, um, slightly more um, um, more muscular, mm. you know. Like the the lady looks like she's been she's working out. She's lived a life of physical labor essentially. And it's Brienne of Tarth. It's Brienne of Tarth is basically what I'm trying to say. If we're gonna go with this HBO shit, <laughs> or if you prefer Captain Phasma, <laughs> I do. Okay. I actually prefer Captain Phasma. Ronaldo sort of scratches his head and. He doesn't know what to make of what's going on because he doesn't know, and I don't. So, so he tries to follow uh, the figure, but in, in in like a stealthy way, which is not his best uh, skill. All right, so you're you're gonna you're gonna go with following the figure, and you're not gonna go through the open door of the house. Uh, the 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 thi- the other the thing that caught his attention was that, so that's what he wants to do. All right. Okay, so um so Jess, what's what's your plan? I'm gonna check if anyone's following me. <laughs> Alright, so Leon, make a stealth roll. A stealth versus perception. Stealth versus perception. Fifteen. 
right, let me try to see what I can do here. Holy shit! Oh my god! <laughs> I critted it! I got a natural Holy 20 shit! On something that might be useful. <laughs> can it can it be dumb luck? Like Ronaldo's following her, and just as she goes to turn around, he trips and falls behind some barrels? Can that be, like, sheer dumb luck, I think please? we can arrange that. Okay. I'm willing to accept that. Uh, yeah, Jess, you see nothing. It's like, for a second there, you're like, God damn, I think I'm being haunted. <laughs> There's a ghost. Alright, I'm gonna turn around and keep walking in the direction that uh, I got the directions of, I guess. So, uh, uh, the two of you circuitously make your way. Uh, something that you notice, Leon, is that the figure that you're following is very deliberately uh, um, moving through the streets. They look like they know where they're going. Um... And at one point in time, the two of you round a corner, not like right next to each other, you know, like walking in tandem or anything like that. You're not that good. A natural 20 is good, but not that good, right? Uh, and you see what you can only assume is the place that um, Fallon directed you to. Mm-hmm. Um, you are confronted by what I could only describe as an unusually lavish body house that has torches blazing, big open, like uh, a town circle, you know, opulent fountain out front, uh, plenty of people drinking and merriment on balconies, lots of scantily clad men and women just like sitting in each other's laps, singing merry songs and a, a bright sign out front that says, "Come back next week." Can we have one scene with Anne before we before we end it? Let's have a scene with Anne. Meanwhile, at the church. <laughs> Can we have a thing where, like, um, Marshmallow is laying on the ground, Anne is laying on him like a pillow, and uh, like she's looking at the vampire knife or whatever, and like Daniel comes to like bring her food. Yeah, certainly. All right, so she's, like, laying there, just, like, turning the knife over and over in her hand, and I guess Danyan comes in. I don't know what, what he has. Um, he's He's got, we'll say that he's got uh, a bowl of nuts, all right? <laughs> uh-huh. Assorted, assorted nuts. Roasted, even. So you're like, ooh. <laughs> like, that wasn't, you just didn't pull those off trees. You, you know, like, you, you prepared those, right? Uh, and then um, he's also got some bread, figs. You know, but like fresh figs, not like, you know, not like dry, gross figs, like, you know, um, and, uh, and some unsliced bread, right? And he, he, uh, he puts them down next to you and he says, uh, I trust you have something to cut the food with. Ooh, there's cheese too. <laughs> She's, <laughs> the one thing I'm not worried about is having knives. I'm really covered on the knife front. I got, <laughs> oh man, so many knives. Yes, you uh you let me know. Um I'm uh she like she looked like excited about the food when he came in, but she like clearly looks like sad and worried now. Is something wrong? Um I'm worried about my friends. Well, I saw your friend um Jane, is it? Um not that long ago. She looked to be in uh, perhaps a little bit uh, stressed 
uh, a little under duress, as it were, but um, she seemed to be in control of the situation. She's really nice, and she she gives good hugs, and I like her a lot, but I don't know. I fought with them before, and they're not good without me. Yes, uh, a marvelous young woman, uh, looking to do the best. Mm. I really respect what she's trying to accomplish. Do you, Who do you worship, Danyan? Or, I'm sorry, who do you worship, Dan Onion? I'm a disciple of Ilmater, my child. Hmm. Jane and Ronaldo don't worship anybody. Well, at their peril. I know. I, I, I keep wanting to talk to them about it, but Jane keeps saying she hates gods, and Ronaldo only cares about money. I'm just worried if something happens to them, because the, where the, she, she's like having difficulty putting it into words, and like seems like she might start crying. My child. If something happens to them, it's not your responsibility. It is. I. Ha- I. Ha- hmm. The gods look after those they can, and when people shy away from their care or their influence, what befalls them must be. But I had a chance to change their mind and turn them to good, and I. I failed. It's best not to dwell on it. Jane is a druid, and. If you're not good, and you're like a chaotic forest person, you're gonna, if she dies, she's gonna go to limbo. That's the worst. If Ronaldo dies, he'll just go somewhere dumb, but. <laughs> somewhere dumb. They taught me about it at the church. If you, if you die and you're like Jane, the, there's no up or down, it's just chaos, and there's giant frogs that inject their eggs into you, and they eat you from the inside. It's really bad. I know. What What could I do to make you feel better? Hmm. Do you have any watermelon Jolly Ranchers? They're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fair point to call it, unless you have yeah, something yeah. else you want to say, Austin. <laughs> That's a, that's a great that's a great scene that that it just cuts to black on your HBO show and then you see like executive producer Dick Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Next time on Dice 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 Funk Funk Funk. The sheen of sunlight reflects off the immaculately polished floor, and the sounds of voices as though in crowds far away careening round and round and round at speeds unfamiliar to you you find intoxicating and when suddenly a melody begins to play in the air around you and it asks the question won't you take me to funky town you are certain that you have found the roller rink of the gods I'm not crying. You're crying. If Marshmallow tries to cuddle me, I will punch him in his furry fucking face. Anne uses the scary vampire knife to cut herself off a piece of fancy cheese. And somewhere in the distance, an evil villain becomes infused with the power of lactose.
As always, our theme song is A Fistful of Nickels, the overclocked remix arrangement of Shadow's theme from Final Fantasy VI. Executive producers for Dice Funk for the month of January 2016 are Joseph Timbrello, Wayne Witzke, Brent, Jason, Phoenix Mod, Ingmar Gremen, Jade, Kevin Seidlow, Tarka, The Cult of Gorfanax, Jacques Lindsay, Jorit, Michael Goodell, Giorgio Renna, Christopher Charlo, Cody Jackson, August Rue, and Taylor Hoyt. You can support the show by commenting on Channel Awesome, subscribing to us on YouTube, rating us on Podbean, or writing a review on iTunes, or any combination of those things. To help more directly, you could always pledge to our Patreons. You can find Leon at patreon.com slash renegadecut. You can find Jess at patreon.com slash ravenallegria13. And you can find me at patreon.com slash austinyorski. If you want to support Johnny, send a mixtape of your hottest raps to 123 Moose Knuckle Avenue, West Canada.